Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thank You Games podcast, where we give thanks to our favorite video games, content creators, basically anyone and everything that make the video game community awesome. I'm Roshan, and you're listening, but today I am joined by the host of Patch Notes, Cesar Torres. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a busy day. Oh, man. It's a busy week, man. Like, there's so it's busy. many, so many news. We were just talking about it before the show started. You were telling yeah. me how the state of play yeah. was great for you. And it, I, I thought it was pretty good, too. But there was some. Yeah. Music. Some people were, like, yeah. uh, mellow on it. Mellow, some people yeah. were, like, disliking it. Uh, but, yeah, like like you said, I post patch notes. We do 15-minute news updates of, like, the past week. And dude, this week, I can't imagine how long this is going to take. It's back. Like, I just, it's so much, so much news. I can't. And we got the Pokemon Presents tomorrow, too. Dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> There's oh, so, so much. Long. There's so Such much. Such a long week. But, I, I, but, like, we scheduled this earlier in the month, and I was like, I got to make time to talk about this. I just got to. Yes. And I'm I, glad I, I got to do this. I'm glad to talk to you about uh, Celeste, which is your topic, which is a fantastic game. So I'm excited to get into the topic of the show and talk to you about why you love it so much and just have a nice little conversation about Celeste. But before we get there, we always start off the show with the icebreaker questions, of course. And they're pretty straightforward. The first question is, what have you been playing recently? If you've had any time to play anything at all, what video uh, game are you playing right now? Uh, basically, what I've been playing right now is just basically... Um, basically um, uh, games where like you could just pick up and put down. Yeah. So like Fortnite, I jump into that every now and then. Uh, Fall Guys, I was playing recently, and that's actually, it's really interesting to jump back into Fall Guys, having not played it for a long time, because you realize everybody there has been doing nothing but playing Fall Guys, yeah. and everybody there is just too good at that game. Um, but that's fun, and there's a new season coming out for that soon, so I can't wait to jump into that. Uh. I'm planning on starting restarting my Animal Crossing Island. Mm, I did uh, that recently. I actually did that it, recently. Yeah. From, from what I heard, there's like mixed reviews on that. Mm. Like, <laughs> it's a good sense of like starting over, but because you're starting over and you already know what's gonna happen, you want it to just get over with. Yes. So hopefully that goes well. Um, recently, actually, funnily, I was playing Celeste on stream. I haven't finished it yet because of uh, uh, when I was playing it, when I was about to finish it, it was my friend's birthday. And we had something planned for her birthday, so it's like I wasn't able to finish it that stream. Okay. But but I'm playing it on stream, and I'm about to finish it again, and then jump into the DLC. But we'll talk about that later. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, that's just games that I can pick up and put down. Nice. Just like nothing really straightforward to commit to right now because I, uh, not that I don't have the time, I just don't have the patience at the moment. Yeah, I'm I'm in a I, similar mood right now where I I, I I can't commit to something right now. Saying that I, I started Persona Five Strikers, but even that I'm oh not, my god I'm not in the mood <laughs> for it right now. Even though I love oh, yeah. Persona and I love that cast, but I think I'm in a in a mood where you just like pick up Animal Crossing, just play it for yeah. a bit, and call one, it. One one thing I will say I did play the Project Triangle Strategy demo oh, okay, on yeah. Switch. That was interesting because it's very like I don't know if you play uh. Octopath, what was the game? Right? Octopath. Yeah. Octopath. It's very much like that game, yeah. except it's more strategic. Yes. And uh, that was a good taste of like what that game could be. I don't know if I could get into it personally, mm. because it's a lot. And I feel I loved Octopath Traveler, but I just fell out of it. But yeah, same. I don't, if you love that, if you love Octopath Traveler, you're gonna love Project Triangle Strategy for sure. Definitely. I, I've been meaning to check that out because I I, I was the same. I I loved the art style. I loved everything that game was doing, but I just I just mm -hmm. fell off after. A couple of yeah. hours of playing it but i definitely want to give uh triangle strategy oh my gosh i wonder if that one that title is going to stick 
like Octopatch. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, I hope they just pick their project titles like the most ridiculous <laughs> name. However, when you get into the game, when you start playing the demo, you realize the name Project Triangle Strategy is not a good name for this game at oh, all. Okay. But it'd be hilarious if, it, <laughs> if they just... it'd be hilarious if they stuck with it. Yeah. Oh man. Well, moving on to uh, our next icebreaker question. What got you into gaming? What was it a person? Was it is it a particular game that got you so passionate about this industry and games in general? What was what was it that started it all? I feel like it was a culmination of things because I grew up with a PlayStation one and I grew up, I had that. I played with my cousins. Uh, we played crash bandicoot all the time. And we also, <laughs> we, my mom, my parents, I guess they didn't know what this was or what the meaning behind this like IP was, but we had a Dukes of hazard game. Okay. And I played that like GTA. I just got in the car and I just drove around. I didn't really like do any of the stories. I just got in the, I just got in like that car with the Confederate flag on it, and I just fucking just went all over the place. It was, I'm not, <laughs> I don't support it, but that's just yeah. what I grew up on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, that, that there was that. But I think after that, I really wasn't super into gaming game. Like I had a GameCube, but I didn't have a memory card. Okay. So yeah, any game that. I put, I, any game I played, I either had to like leave my GameCube on, or I had to start over. Mm. So there was that. Then, but I kind of fell off, and then in high school, like I had a Wii, but I didn't really play much on it. Yeah. But in high school, I had this group of friends that they were really into Smash, oh, as I'm pretty yeah. sure most people did. Yeah. Uh, I had a fr- group friend that was really into Smash, and I just started playing smash because i was like i want to be a part of this i want to like have something to talk to them about this and then the other and so i started playing smash with them um one of the friends introduced me to achievement hunter i don't know if you know who they are yeah they they introduced me to achievement hunter and then from achievement hunter i went to kind of funny Mm -hmm. and so that's how in kind of funny because of greg miller i blame him for this it's all greg for causing me the most stressful week the most stressful fucking week of my life uh <laughs> I blame him for giving me the love of video games and the video games industry. So it's like it was a culmination of a bunch of like different scenarios. Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely narrow it back to like when I was a little kid, then skipping a few years, high school, Achima Hunter. Then that bastard at Greg Miller. <laughs> oh sorry, I don't know if you can swear. Oh no, yeah, sorry. you're good. You're good. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. <laughs> I should have mentioned that at the beginning, but no, you're good. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mm, thank you, Greg, <laughs> for changing my life for, for better and, and for worse. <laughs> for worse, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> love yeah. that man. Yeah, fantastic guy. Obviously, achievement hunter, awesome as well. I'm not too familiar with their. I, of course, I know who they are, but I I wasn't such a yeah. A they huge... just do gameplay. They just, exactly. Yeah. They don't really like do game news. They just do funny gameplay videos mm-hmm. and yeah, which is which is interesting because I was when I got introduced to kind of funny, I was definitely at an age where like. I shouldn't care about an industry. Mm. <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't care about unions. Like I was just like I shouldn't care about any of that stuff. And then I was like fascinated by like the news of the video games industry. Yeah. And so when I graduated high school, uh, I wanted to do something like that. I didn't. Never really got around to it. And then because of the pandemic, this year, uh, being twenty one, I was like, I got time. Yeah. I'll just yes. start something. So that's why I'm doing patch notes now with um, my friend McKenna. Who awesome. she's also a KF, she's also a KFBF, KFBF as well. Nice. So she also has Greg Miller to blame. Oh, 
<laughs> love to see it and and yeah the pa- the pandemic has been like uh more of a curse than anything but also in in some ways a, a blessing that we have like a little bit more time to to do things yeah. that we've had to put off for such a long time i too have been trying to get obviously as you can see on the podcast trying to get um, off my butt doing more in the video game industry space because of people like you said greg miller all those people out there who have been doing it for so long and i've just been watching on the sidelines wanting to do it finally have got the time like you to finally give it a shot right i've got tr- got nothing but time honestly jeez yeah, <laughs> maybe too much time sometimes <laughs> too much time too yeah. too much time maybe not enough money to keep up with it personally oh God, but true. like uh Gosh, gaming is so but there's <laughs> plenty of time plenty of time to cover it yeah well there we go we got to know caesar a little bit more and now we're going to move in to the topic of the show which is celeste if you don't know and if you don't know, oh my gosh, you guys got to play this game. Celeste is yeah. a platforming game that came out in 2018. Has some really fantastic pixel graphics, gorgeous art style. The colors, oh my gosh, the colors in that game. Um, beautiful, amazing. Beautiful colors. Um, I'm, tr- I'm blanking on the... Matt Makes Games was the developer. I'm looking at it here. Well, okay, so... Yeah, go ahead. Funny note, when... They made the game, their name was Matt. But now after the DLC came out, they realized that they are Maddie. The developer of the game is transgender. Oh, right. Which yes. is a very which is a very interesting note when we get into like discussion about like the game story. Yes. Definitely. And I'm uh, sure I'm sure there's gonna be things that I may not have even noticed in the game. it's been such mm-hmm. a long time since I played it. And with you replaying it and obviously being a, a different person than I am, yeah having more different yeah. opinions i'm sure you'll be able different to, perspectives exactly yeah yeah that I, that i'll be able to to learn from as well so i'm definitely excited to talk about it but yeah anybody out there celeste fantastic game do some more research on it and just so you know we're going to go into spoilers for sure um yeah. in this game and, and it is something that i think any everybody who hasn't played it should experience it for themselves especially if they're into story games and platformers I uh, should definitely check it out. But before we get any more deeper, I do want to ask you, how did you first get introduced to Celeste? Like, how did it become on your radar as to something that you wanted to try out and, and play? Do you remember when you first saw Celeste and you're like, you know what, I'm going to try that out? So I had known about Celeste before it came out, briefly. Okay. But everything I knew about that game, I knew I was going to love it. So my stupid ass <laughs> was like, I'm not going to play when it comes out. I'm going to play it when there's a physical release. Mm. There was no guarantee that there was ever going to be a physical release for Celeste. And I was like, there will be one. Just trust me. It was an indie studio. What was I thinking? Why would I think that there would be a physical release? But they did. They made a physical yes, release copy of it. Um, With limited run, I played, I think, right? Limited run games, yes. And I was actually supposed to get the big bundle, but I messed up the order and I just got the, the thing. Mm. It comes with like an instruction booklet. Uh, there's like the uh, concept art. Thingy. It's like concept art in there, uh, and it comes with this little card, which is really cool. But yeah, I played the game. I, I've known about it because of Tim Gettys, so oh, yes, it's like before it came out. Where I learned about it too. Uh, Tim Gettys kind of funny, mm-hmm. and yeah, I basically knew about it from the start. But I just I was introduced to it like a year and a half later. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's similar for me where I, I didn't know it before it released, I don't think, or, or maybe close to release, but yeah, how I was Yeah, it was like close to release for me. It was like 
was like a month out yeah and i was just like oh yeah that looks cool it's pretty cool yeah and i think same way i was introduced it introduced by word of mouth from tim getty's like him talking to, about it on gamecast or, or somewhere i don't know it's been three years so i don't exactly remember but I jesus think, yeah I, crazy right <laughs> my god but um yeah so you got introduced to it obviously you picked it up that's why we're here talking about it today yeah. um i want to obviously talk about the themes of the story as well mm-hmm. but what did you think about the gameplay itself? Did you find it difficult? Of course, it's meant to be difficult. But what did you think about the moment-to-moment gameplay? Was it something that you enjoyed? Was it something that you're I familiar thought... with? So you said people should play it. Mm. I definitely agree. Everybody should play it at least once. But if you can't get into it, you should definitely watch somebody play it. Yeah. Because it is a hard game. And I'll give it that. It is a fucking hard game. But I feel like it's worth it. Mm. Because of the narrative it tells. Because the narrative behind the game is like, uh, it's not easy, but at the end, it'll all be worth it when you complete, when you reach your goal. And it definitely escalates, but it escalates in a way that's fair because you have games that, uh, I can't really think of any examples right now, but they give you like a tutorial level and they just throw you into like the hardest, the hardest variation of this level. Yeah. I feel like Celeste does a good a job of like giving you an idea of what the level is about and then growing on it exponentially. Mm-hmm. There's a hosp- there's a level like that's a hotel and it's like the first thing you see is like the obstacle and it looks overwhelming but once you like start getting into the rhythm of like oh yeah the the point is to die over and over again just so I can understand mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. That hotel becomes super easy to understand. It's not easy to accomplish. Yeah. It, it takes a lot of tries. It takes a lot of trial and error. Uh, but yeah, don't definitely don't go into this game expecting to for it to be like Mario. Right. Yeah. It's a platformer, but it's not. It's not Mario. You know what I mean? Because Mario is an easy is an easier game. It's a kids game. Uh, it's designed for like you not to need that many lives because it has a life system. Mario games traditionally have a life system. Celeste doesn't have a life system. It has a death counter. <laughs> and it, it and that's a pretty telling what that game is. And there's a screen card at the beginning of the game. I forget what it says exactly, but it's like... Uh, dying a lot means you're learning. Mm, yeah. Or failing, failing a lot means you're learning. And I think that's a very important message that people just gloss over. Yeah. Definitely. And what did you think about the gameplay? I, 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 like you, I thought it was super tough. But just like you're saying, that was the the point of it and as you mentioned a little bit when you enter a room it could be super overwhelming like you're you're thinking to yourself how the heck am i supposed to get over there let alone grab the strawberry before i get over there and yeah like the little collectibles in the game and you're looking at this room and and obviously you try it and you try and you keep going and then like you said you start to understand the flow of how madeline moves her movements and her abilities as well being able to phase through certain objects and stuff like that um, but yeah, it, it's, it was so cool to be able to, as the game progressed, looking at a crazy room and say, you know what? I got this, you know, I can, I can do this if I just keep trying and keep trying. And that feeds into what the game story is about. Like no matter yeah. her, Madeline coming to the mountain, um, is like a, a test for herself to just prove that she can do it. Like I can do this. I'm in a low point in my life. 
I, just so she can take the first step is exactly. already a big accomplishment for her. Yeah. And yeah, go for it. And there, there, there are moments where like you walk into a room and like you'll jump off a wall at a certain point, like at a certain timing, you'll die immediately like because you hit something. And then your mind will just be like, okay, don't jump that soon. And then like you do it again, you jump too late and you're like, okay, don't jump too late. So you're calculating the entire time. You're like thinking to yourself, okay, because you're doing the same thing over and over again. So you're just like downloading what the level is. Mm. But yes, yeah, like you said, it's part of the story. Um, the struggle, it's like, I think, let me, <laughs> there's like a little narrative before in, in the beginning of the instruction booklet. Okay, yeah. So since we're talking about the story, um, I, I, it says here like. I, I just wanted to before we got into the story, I just wanted to mention to people out there the the feeling of getting through a level that you're that you're having so much oh my trouble God. with is such it's a so thing. relieving. It's so it's a... relieving is a good word because you're like finally I got past that. And it's it's satisfying, but relieving is a really good good way to put it as well. And uh, there was, there's so many game gameplay clips that I have on my Switch because at the time I was just proud of myself for getting through a level I would like capture yeah. it. <laughs> I have so Actually, many Celeste uh clips on my switch so on my friend uh on my friend's birthday stream i was playing celeste before she jumped on and i was at the very end i was at the very like they have like check marks they have to reach the checkpoints i was going for like an hour on this one specific point and then when i reached it i was like i was going backwards wasn't i oh god because i just loaded up from the specific checkpoint mm. and i was just moving to the right <laughs> right and i was like Wait a second. <laughs> this is not this is not the direction I was supposed to be going in. And like my friends are like, what do you mean? This is clearly you're making progress. And I'm like, no, this number is going in a direction where like we'll talk about it later. Yeah. And this is wrong. And I died and sure enough, I was going in the wrong direction. Uh which it's good to know that you can do it backwards. Yeah. Uh but oh yeah, this gameplay is just so It's really good. It's really good. It gives you that feeling of like I did it. Mm -hmm. I I accomplished this definitely. But uh, you were going to say something about the the narrative you're pulling up. Uh, something. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Uh, yeah. Give me a second. Somebody's oh. calling me. Oh no, no problem. Yeah, my family. Oh no. Uh, oh. Um. Okay. So in the in the instruction book, like, there's a narrative before Madeline gets there, or like as she arrives oh, okay. to the mountain. Okay, gotcha. So Madeline pulls into the remote parking lot after dark hearing the crunch of tires on gravel as she slows to a tentative stop she shifts into park and squints through the windshield into the darkness ahead is this the trailhead this is where her gps had led her but it was old but it was an older model and had certainly led her astray before one of the reflective green road signs laid broken and Ill illegible ahead this probably isn't even the right trail she muttered aloud to herself and sighed this was a stupid idea Internal dialogue. No, this had to be it. Enough doubting. And then external. She breathed deep and tightened her hands on the steering wheel. Internal dialogue. This is it, Madeline. You can do this. Uh, but even as she thought the words, she knew that they wouldn't quiet the voice from the back of her head, insisting that she give up and go home. The never-ending cycle. She was so frustrated with herself. Question, internal dialogue why are you so nervous and then she knew she couldn't answer that question anymore uh, she knew she couldn't answer that question anymore than she could talk herself out of doubting her every move it was time to try something different action 
Before she could change her mind again, she quickly unsnapped her seatbelt, removed her key from the ignition, and stepped out of the car, grabbing her backpack from the passenger seat. Standing there, she exhaled heavily and began walking. Whatever happens next, at least she didn't give up without a fight. Hmm. So even before she gets off the car, she's dealing with her internal struggles. And when I say, like, for her, taking the first step was a big accomplishment, this dialogue most people play the game will never read i didn't yeah Pro- yeah proves that like her, her taking the first step is a big big step yeah. it's a big leap for herself yeah often it is the, fir- the first step is usually the the big step right? the hardest. Like, in whatever whatever you're trying to accomplish it's just getting off your butt and actually first step is always the hardest always and the nobody hardest, yeah. talks about that much yeah totally um, everybody talks about like the end goal and some people don't even talk about the journey that it the journey that it took, took to get, to, there. To get yeah. there right yeah so yeah the first step is usually the hardest the middle part is probably the obviously the second hardest the longest the yeah longest. the longest uh yeah. and like while you're trying to reach the goal it's definitely the shortest but it's like you have a moment to reflect of like how you got there mm-hmm. and so it's like there's each moment has like meaning uh, but there's a saying, there's an old saying, if you remember what it is, it's like, it's not about the goal, or it's not about the destination, but the journey. Right. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly it. Like, yeah, you're trying to reach the summit of the mountain, but it's also like, how Madeline is overcoming it. Exactly, yeah. As it, well. It's everything that she learned in between there, like, if she got to the mountain and she didn't uh, talk with... I, I think the nickname of her inner self is Badline is what a lot of people call yeah. her, but I don't know if that's the official name. But her being able to come to terms with that voice in the back of her head, who literally takes form in the game, which is really awesome, being able to so have this that has, actual conversation. Yeah, go for this it. has names for characters. Okay, great. Um, Madeline is Madeline. The old lady is Granny. Right. Theo, we know who Theo is. Yeah. He's the hipster dude from <laughs> Seattle, Yeah, I think. Uh, Mr. Oshiro, the guy... The, the dead yeah. hotel manager yeah. and Madeline is Madeline's reflection. Okay. And her description is Madeline's reflection is given form by the thought, by the magic of the mountain. She haunts Madeline on her journey, preying on her doubts and insecurities. Hmm. So uh, there's, there's that. <laughs> there, yeah. That's the official name. Okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad I wasn't. Butchering. Not as cool as battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But but yeah, as I was saying, like when she gets to the summit, she's able to talk to Badeline. Um and like she, uh she says that I can't go back to the way it was. Like I I need us to be able to talk to each other when we go back. Like this can't this journey can't be for nothing. What we learned here we have to keep with us so when we go back down we don't get back to where we were at the beginning like you were saying how how tough it was for them to take that first step she doesn't want to go back there and as you said the journey is is what caused that to 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 take form and like the the characters in the game who would you say i guess madeline for most people would be the one that you'd relate to the most but even like uh, Theo to an extent I, I related to, but for you, who, yeah. who, who are some of your favorite characters and what did you take oh. away from them? Well, see, like like we just said, there's not that many characters to like yeah. really pull from, uh, but Long I really think so it's great. <laughs> like, uh, the, the... I think Granny's hilarious. Yeah. I think it's, I think Granny's like a really interesting character to throw in there as kind of like a motivator, mm-hmm. but she's not really, because she's like, 
um, she's throwing doubt Madeline's way, but Madeline's like, I'll prove you wrong. Yeah. So it's kind of like an interesting, like, uh, comedic level of doubt. The, it's like a com- comedic relief, basically, yeah. is what this is what she's Granny like, is. Do it, like, oh, I'll do it. I'll show you. Um, yeah, Theo's interesting because he's like, you know, he's like the content creator. He's like taking selfies on the yeah. mountain and he's like, uh, he's like, it's life, baby. It's like, <laughs> this is what it is. Uh, it's really interesting that, uh, interesting character that we don't see is Theo's sister. I forgot her name. But he talks about her uh, during like their campfire talk. Where he's like, Madeline, you remind me a lot of my sister. You both are very uh, determined people, but you get in your heads a lot. Mm. And so, yeah, there's that. All, what I love about Theo also is that he's talking about like he's taking pictures for like his pixtagram account there's an actual instagram yes, account I called theo understars yeah. and it has all the pictures and more pictures uh after the fact and there's like a picture of him and madeline on a site on a skype call on a zoom call or whatever it's really yeah, cute it's, it's really uh i i remember looking at that i don't know if i've seen all of them but i remember when i was finishing up the game i i saw like oh he has an actual actual twitter account and i i, I knew about that before like i actually put <laughs> Uh, I I saw it before, like I actually played the game, and I was like, "Oh man, I can't wait to play this game." Uh, and I guess there's Theo's sister here too. I'm looking at uh, the but yeah. now, yeah. Or is this? Yeah, she's there. Yeah, there she is. Yeah, uh, uh, Theo's sister, and I think his grandfather is, is in the account somewhere. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah. But at a certain point, they stopped making art for it, and yeah. they just like, uh, it was it was fine though. But I would definitely say hands down, Madeline is. Come on, yeah. <laughs> your your whole journey's with Madeline, yeah. and it's like, she's a very relatable character, especially because she has a second character with her that is also very relatable, being her reflection, Madeline, Madeline <laughs> which you could argue that they're both different characters, they're both technically the same character, but. I just think that's what makes it more relatable is that she's not just a protagonist that like, you know, I'm just doing this objective because I can. Yeah. No, she's, she's like, I'm trying to prove myself to myself. I'm trying to yeah. prove to myself, Yeah. not to anybody. Nobody cares. People don't want me to do this, Yeah. but I'm trying to prove myself to myself. And that's all that matters to me. And I think as somebody that struggles with mental health, uh, literally, medication for it uh and hearing madeline's conversation with theo or reading it uh about like anxiety and depression and the feather moment those those moments made me cry like those moments made me because it was like i don't know when was the last time i cried playing a video game Mm. but this game had those moments for me because it was the most beautiful relatable understandable and real moments I had ever seen in a video game. And this is a 2D pixel platformer. (laughs) Like, you know, you like you say realistic, you say like uh, real people are like, oh, Call of Duty. It's like, no, for me, the most realistic, for me, the most real game I've ever played has to be Celeste. Yeah. Like hands down. I don't know how you feel about like uh, real characters. The the most relatable (laughs) characters. I feel the same way with, with, with Madeline. I, the 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 having to wanting to prove yourself to yourself is definitely a struggle and there's 
obviously there's mm-hmm. outside people as well that you like family yeah. brothers and stuff like that, that that you already feel the pressure of them but when it's yourself and you feel like you can't do something it's obviously such a heavy burden on yeah. you and and like you were saying the breathe moment with the feather the just breathe i got chills because i i honestly forgot yeah. about that it's been so long since i played it but just you saying telling yeah. me the feather moment brought it back straight away yeah i so yeah. i was talking to my friends about this i don't know what tattoo i should get yeah. uh because i'm planning on getting my first tattoo i don't know what i should get a strawberry with wings or a feather because yeah. i feel like strawberry with wings is more representative of the game yeah. but feather to me carries more weight Definitely. especially the second feather moment where she's trying to like calm herself down and then battling is like no mm-hmm. i'm not gonna let you your anxiety i'm your anxiety and i'm not gonna let you get uh get through this i'm just gonna make it harder yeah. for you and she just <laughs> throws her to the bottom of the mountain yeah. uh <laughs> yeah i i would agree that the strawberry would definitely be more i guess recognizable that like mm-hmm. oh that's celeste but definitely the fl- the feather would be more impactful i guess or, or meaningful. more meaningful yeah yeah definitely i, I want a tattoo so bad which who's living these strawberries all over this fucking mountain like we, who, who had the audacity <laughs> i put them in all these terrible places like what are you doing man I, I acknowledge that this mountain used to be a city or whatever but why are there so many fresh strawberries are they magical what they, they magic. no, it's, a, it's a valid uh, critis- there's or, nothing in know? here there's nothing in here about the strawberries like i'm just, i'm looking my goodness but before we uh we stopped uh, started talking about the characters and well we continue we will continue talking about the continue. characters yeah but um the you did mention that madeline is trans during when we were talking about mm-hmm. uh matt's plays games and so, stuff like that so I, that's something i want to hear more about that's something that i heard about after i played the game so it's not something that i mm-hmm. experienced while while playing it so i definitely would love to hear more about i that. don't yeah. i didn't play it either but i definitely looked into it mm-hmm. so basically at the end of the game there's dlc with 99 more levels of celeste that they added recently it's free dlc so i'm definitely planning to play that on stream um but at the end of the dlc there's a moment where she's laying down on her bed you can see on her coffee table there is a picture of a younger version of herself, but it's a male presenting mm. kid. It, but the same hair, same facial features as Madeline. So like you assume like initially people assume like, oh, is this like a brother or something or what is it? And then like she moves to her computer and you see the trans flag in the background. Mm. And so people were like, oh, she's transgender. And it's like, to me, the fact that we got that kind of representation in this game and it wasn't the biggest deal of this game. Yeah. Like it, the, the, this was not a selling point. This was just like a afterthought by the developer. I think, uh, Maddie Thompson said after the fact, she, she, she like, yeah, uh, she's trans. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't even like, it wasn't like a JK Rowling thing. It was kind of yeah. was, but it was like, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, not transphobic or anything, but like, uh, changing like the just to get the lore of the the lore the lore of the characters after the fact but i feel like that was different because that was like i want to give attention to dumbledore for some really specific reason i feel like this because there wasn't a big deal made about it and it just happened Mm -hmm. feels like it it was a very genuine moment for this character and it kind of makes a lot of sense that 
Madeline is already dealing with this kind of anxiety because I'm not trans, but as somebody that's like in the LGBT spectrum, I would never understand the trans experience. <laughs> but having gone through my own things of like identity crisis, of like, is this really my identity? Like, is this really, am I really bisexual? Can I really just like, you have internal doubt, you have dysphoria, you have just, you deal with so much. And then like, I can imagine even after going through her transition, she, she's still dealing with that. But none of that was ever really mentioned during the game. And I don't to me that it kind of makes it more special mm -hmm. because it doesn't feel like it was shoehorned in. It just yeah. feels like this is her bedroom yeah. and this just happens to be what's in her bedroom. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There, I, 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 I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at the uh, the images from the the DLC with the picture and the flags mm -hmm. by the computer, and yeah, that's that's pr proof as much as I need. And plus, you already said that the the actual person who made the game says that sh that uh, she is. So, yeah, that's that's really cool, and I love that type of representation. As you said, it doesn't feel shoehorned in. It just seems it seems yeah. genuine. You know, like this is who yeah. this character is, and like also like you could say like theo's also representation too as a uh person of color black man yeah. uh in this game never made a fucking comment about him being black yeah like never there never yeah. was like <laughs> they never played a stereotype for that man they never did anything they were like yeah i'm a photographer in seattle what about it yeah. it's just and i love that i love that they're just like these are people that live in this world who cares i and, not that he he isn't i don't know I don't. I don't know. It was never specified. Yeah, I always saw Theo as as like uh, I guess brown. Hispanic. Yeah, brown. Yeah. yeah, but either way, representation. No matter how how you look at representation it, representation is yeah, great. Uh, but, I don't. Uh, yeah, I but not, yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. No, I just think. I, there's there's no like argument towards Theo's race either, yeah. which is what what I think is great about like the audience of this game. Mm -hmm. Is like most of the people were like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, is, it is what it is. Right? That's just what it is. Yeah. But there were some people I saw online that were like, oh, this agenda is in this game. They're forcing this icon down our throat, oh, like the trans flag. And I was like, yeah. it's literally like in the fucking corner. Like, that's <laughs> about the same size as my light switch right now. Yeah. The flag. Like, it's not even that big of a deal. Like, you, you don't even pay attention to it. It's just like, it's just if you're really way. looking for it. Yeah. yeah. That happens uh, so often. Like in in Spider Man is the most recent example that I can think of. In Miles Morales, most recently, I guess with the Black Lives Matter thing. But even before that, in 2018, when they had the uh, the flags on a street corner, and people were mad about that. Like it's just there for the people who, like, who want it. Who, like who come on, see that stuff, and who would like to see that I, stuff in their games. And if you don't want to see that stuff in your games, and the people making the games aren't the problem. <laughs> I I think it's very important for especially the time that Miles Morales came out mm. with all the stuff that's going on that they threw that in there. Yeah. Uh because I feel like they wanted to feel make New York feel like now as yeah. real yeah. as possible. And the world being the way it is, they couldn't do a pandemic twice. Uh so they're like we got to throw in this Black Lives Matter movement because obviously it's very important it would be very important to Miles. It'd be very important to uh people that believe the way we, we believe but also it would make new york feel more real and i feel like that's why they threw it in there 
the one that I saw a lot for Spider-Man Miles Morales was the deaf girl. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. That's people the one I saw that? people. I saw a lot of people loving it for accessibility yeah. representation, but also there were some people who were like, why can't she just speak? Oh my, and I was like, deaf people exist. <laughs> what are you going to oh do about gosh, it? You know, dude. like deaf oh, people yeah. exist, you know, like right? yeah. it's, it's deaf so people crazy. exist, black people exist, trans people exist, you know, let these people Exist. make games <laughs> to like represent themselves exactly yeah i, I don't know that, that this is, is turning into a different conversation it is but, it like, is but it does kind of feed into what they the character like madeline and stuff like stuff yeah. like this happens it is real like people do go through this yeah. stuff and even if we're not talking about race or, or 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 uh gender politics or whatever you want to call it we're, we're mental illness is a thing and there a lot of people do it's think that it's, it's not a thing and that people are making it up just to get away with whatever even though their lives aren't where they would want to be like go, i honestly to go feel like things. there have been a lot of movies and tv shows made about like anxiety and depression mm. i feel like celeste is the best form of media for mental illness yeah. and like as a representation for mental health and that's awesome that an indie game was able to do that but that's also kind of sad yeah. <laughs> because a lot of a lot of people not gonna people experience a lot of people that. love to make poke at fun poke fun at like people with mental illness they're like oh that guy's always crying what's wrong with him that guy has anxiety he's always shaking he's always nervous what's wrong with him but like this game actually lets you sit down and realize like this is a real thing people deal with yeah. and like it's okay to feel these feelings you just um i think there's an accessibility mode Yes, and it says something like, uh, "Just know you can use this mode, but the point of this game is to like help you understand like this isn't easy." Uh, yada yada. Um, something like uh, I forget what it says. Yeah, I. I but it's I, like I don't remember exactly what it says, but I think it's along the gist of what you said. Is like it's meant to be hard. It's it's meant to be hard yeah. because like that's how life is. Yeah. Uh, like but from what i've heard the accessibility mode is great yeah. yeah you're gonna fail over and over again but that's the point yeah uh but from what i heard the accessibility mode does help a lot mm -hmm. which is great to hear but but yeah i just think it's kind of sad that it took this long for not just uh mental health but like everything uh to have decent representation in video games mm -hmm. especially 2018 being even though it's three years ago that's still very like a lot of games that people love have come out since yeah. then or before then yeah before then so it's like it's weird to like for one a trans protagonist and to a tr protagonist with mental health issues to make an impact the way it did mm -hmm. is amazing to me yeah definitely and it, it got like game of the year nominations and Num yeah like awards. to me it should have won, it should have won. <laughs> i don't know yes i, I don't remember but, what, was it breath of the wild i guess that year though no breath of the wild was 2017 okay 2018 was a 2018 was a stacked year though oh, i will yeah, give it god that because, uh, god of war yeah, and yeah. spider-man okay but still was, celeste was really good <laughs> here's the thing i don't think any indie game has made it to that point where yeah. there was nominated for game of the year on so many platforms especially the game awards mm. so to make that accomplishment alone says something definitely hit and a people with a lot of people yeah. yeah and i feel like a lot of people that didn't 
that thought they were normal, that thought that they didn't have any mental health issues. I feel like a lot of people saw this game, played this game, and took a moment to reflect, which a lot of people, on something that a lot of people just ignore. And I think that's important to have that conversation of like, am I okay? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Sometimes I just ramble. No, that's okay. <laughs> Sometimes I just talk. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, uh, I knew I didn't, like, I exactly. Like, I didn't think that I had huge problems. I don't think I do. But sometimes, like, I, I could relate to Madeline. Like, everybody goes through these types of spouts in, yeah. in, in their life, you know? like you, you, you took a second to think about it, yeah, is the thing. Exactly. And it's like, I think that's what they wanted. Exactly. It's for, like, to have that conversation of, like, with especially your, during that conversation with, with Theo. Or, like, you're talking about, like, uh, oh, she's, I forget exactly what she says, but she says, like, she always makes these plans, but she never does any of them. Mm-hmm. Because she always gets in her head. Yeah. She always, she, she always, like, talks herself out of it. Because she makes these plans that she doesn't do them. And I can almost guarantee everybody that listens to this, or everybody we talk to, has gone through this at least once. Definitely, yeah. And, like, yeah. That's why it took, took and, me so long to start doing the podcast because I, get I know that feeling. And then like, oh, who's going to want to come on this show? Who's going to want to talk to you? I'm not going to do anything with it. Yeah. And then as we said it at the beginning, the first step is the hardest step. And then it's the journey, which is the stage I'm sure both of us are in, like just keeping going until we get to that or whatever our respective goals are. But it's that in between part where you are talking to your respective battle line where you're like talking to that that voice in the back of your head and trying to work with them not shut them out because they they are an important part of you but learning to work with that nagging voice in the back of your head and seeing how you guys can come through on the other side together and just you know be stronger in the end become yeah. a, a unified force like Badeline and madeline did in the end it was it was beautiful gorgeous but i think we touched upon it a little bit as to what your favorite part of the game is, is your favorite part of the game probably the feather moment? I would assume. There, uh, <laughs> it's really hard to say. I yeah. love the game. I love the <laughs> gameplay, but it's very hard for me to say I love the gameplay when there's so many like standout moments, mm. like the feather moment. Uh, I would definitely say the like feather moment and the campfire with Theo are yeah. like contenders. Definitely, because yeah. they. But also, there's a moment. Which is like at the end of the game, uh, where Madeline is trying to go back up the mountain and she's talking to Madeline, and Madeline's like still trying to like see that like they're working together, but Madeline is still trying to back out of it. And Madeline's no, no, we can do this. We can do this. We can totally make it to the summit. And at a certain point, Madeline's like, "Yeah, we can do this." <laughs> and I think that's really cool. I think that's a really cute moment where it's like, she still kind of has like self doubt, but she's also like. Kind of convince yourself. Yeah, she's like she's kind of convinced herself like we can accomplish this whether we like it or not. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what about you? What would you say was your like favorite moment? I some of my favorite moments are kind of the hard hitting ones where like Madeline kind of gives Madeline the truth of like how she. Yeah, is that was good. Like, yeah, that was a good moment. Yeah, there's there's a moment with uh, Oshiro kind of early on where. He's mad. Badline's like, we don't like you. Go away. Like we. No, that was at the end of the. That was at the end of the hotel sequence. Yes, because it was yeah. right before his final boss form. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And she was just like saying how Madeline probably really feels about the situation. Like, 
I just want to do this that because, so it, bad. because it feels good. I, I want to help you because you suck and I want to feel good about myself. And, and then he obviously loses it. And yeah, it's it's those moments where like Madeline gives Madeline the hard truths that she needs to hear for them to finally come together and work together that yeah. I really, I really liked. But of course, the feather moment, just breathe. All, all those are, it's filled with fantastic moments. And obviously the gameplay, the moments moment gameplay is obviously fun in itself, but it's those so, moments that make it worth it. So the, you're talking about like Battleline giving the hard truth and the feather moment. Did you like the second feather moment? Uh, Where like uh, Battleline is like, she's got like all these tentacles. She's like, I'm going to destroy oh, you. And yes. like Madeline's like, just breathe, just breathe, just breathe. And like the box is getting smaller. smaller yes. Oh, it's getting God. smaller. And then like Battleline's like, I'm not going to let you do this. And she just knocks the feather out. No, yeah, I, 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 that is a standout moment too. I, I, it's been so long that I'm forgetting a lot of them, but I'm looking at it now. And I get yeah, it. Yeah, this is this is definitely a standout moment. It's hard for me to speak on it too um, clearly, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely both feather moments for sure. But the first one is is, is more fresh in my mind for some reason, even though it was before the. I, the I think it's one. just very, it's just very like memorable. Yeah, because it's just like. It's like he said, like, it's just an easy way to, like, calm yourself. I feel like a lot of people use it. I don't know. I've used it very few times, but I imagine a lot of people use it. Use it now, yeah. That, it was definitely, it was calming in the in the time that I was playing it. There was also a moment where she finally breaks the peak, I think, and she's, like, flying up with her powers, and she's, like, soaring into the sky. I don't remember what moment this was. I think it was near, it must have been near the end of the game. It has to be the end. It has yeah. to have been, like, the end of the game. But it was because such a beautiful moment, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, just even talking about this game, <laughs> I just love it even more because yeah. it's just so many moments. I, I don't know if I told you, I have like a top five list of games that like any day of the week, they could take number one. <laughs> Celeste, was, Celeste was on that list immediately. Yeah, Celeste was easily like hands down, like I could just play nothing but this game and be happy yeah. or feel. That's the other thing too. I don't know if, like, I felt happy about this game, but I think the strongest thing I felt from Celeste was understood, mm. which yeah. I can't really say much about a lot of things, except for my favorite artist, uh, musician. Um, I can't really say I feel understood, but like, you know, I love Breath of the Wild, but there's no story in Breath of the Wild. Right. Like, I love Portal. But the story in Portal is very much like it's existing in this world and there's nothing really much going on. Uh, Celeste gives you a look into your internal self. And to me, I, that it explored things in a way I'd never seen before and it just made me feel understood. I don't know if that makes sense. It absolutely does. Yeah, there's, there's the best movies tv shows are, are ones that i guess we can relate to as as people that they sh either like the last of us is a is the first one I, I i love the second one but i know a lot of people are going to be mad for me talking positively about the, the second <laughs> one but um yeah actually this, i know fair, i know like the even amount of people that feel both ways yeah i uh, it's, it's definitely a controversial one i guess yeah. to say the least but games like the last of us games like celeste it just kind of help you 
not help you, but you can relate to the characters on a human level. Like I, I can see myself in these situations, maybe not the last of us, but the characters themselves, like how they interact and how they feel in certain situations. Like it makes you cry. It makes you happy. Like everything that they're going through, you can kind of put yourself in that position. I think those are the best experiences, stories where you can see the, the realness in, in all of it. I see and the humanity exactly. or see like, yeah. yeah. Even though like most video game characters are human, humanoid. Yeah. You rarely see the humanity in Mario. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just jumps on turtles and he goes wahoo. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, give me another one. I love Mario. I love Mario, but like, uh, come on. Yeah. You can't relate to Mario. <laughs> you just go wahoo. Uh, but you can definitely relate to characters like... I've always said there's never a good person in the Last of Us franchise. Mm -hmm. There's just people trying to survive. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can definitely relate to like Joel and Ellie. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played God of War, but I can imagine, like from what I've seen, you yeah. can definitely relate to Kratos. A lot of a lot of dads out there, are like oh a lot my of god, this is boy, this is awesome. boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, another character people say they relate to is a uh, oh fuck. I don't, I've never played Metroid, but I I can imagine like oh, people Samus. relating to Samus. Yeah. Because from what I've seen of some clips, she's like definitely struggling through certain things. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I could be totally wrong on that one. Yeah, I wouldn't know either, honestly. Because uh, <laughs> uh, but there, I people relate to games like uh, Final Fantasy too. I don't. I I know my cousin loved Crisis Core yeah. more than the actual Final Fantasy VII game. Mm -hmm. But like hey, Sora, Kingdom Hearts, yes. whatever. Yes. But like, yeah, it's it's very special when you can see the humanity in the character because mm -hmm. that doesn't really happen often. Yeah. yeah, especially in video games. Definitely. Well, you are mentioning, or at the earlier parts, that you are playing Celeste again on your mm -hmm. stream. So I, I just wanted to ask how that's going, and have you done the the B-sides of any of these levels before? Have you done anything crazy like collecting all the strawberries? Is it something that you even I haven't. I haven't yet. No. So what my plan is, because right now I can't really log into my Twitch account because my phone's broken. Right. It's annoying because... That's my content. Uh, my plan right now is to finish the game, jump into DLC. After that's done, I'm going to try to go back and do B-sides. And then maybe strawberries. The thing with strawberries is that they're tough. They're tough. Yeah. <laughs> they're tough. There are some that I was finally able to do because there's like some don't jump strawberries or don't uh, dash. Oh. There's some don't dash strawberries. The wings. Gotcha. The strawberries, because if you dash, they fly away. Oh, yeah, they get scared. So it's like, yeah, they get scared, they fly <laughs> away. They, they go, ah! <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm, something I'm definitely looking at doing. I tried but, B sides once and I was like, no, I, I can't do this. But there's something very interesting very early on in the game. I remember because I just saw this. It was like, um, don't worry about getting strawberries. They're only meant to impress your friends. Okay. <laughs> Which is like a very interesting thing for me mm -hmm. because in this, <laughs> finally, there's like art for if you get, depending on like how many strawberries you get. Let me see if I can show you okay. here. Um, so basically oh, yes, like if yeah. you, if you have like no strawberries, like everybody like kind of doesn't care. Yeah. If you get a few, like people will care a little bit more, but not really. It's really when you get like every strawberry that everybody in the picture is like happy. Yeah. 
And like, I think that's very interesting because it's like, don't worry about them. They're only there to impress your friends is a, is a way, definitely a way to look at them. Yeah. Cause like, it's just a number. It doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't mean you're going to reach the top of the mountain faster. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I saw before, uh, before recording with you, I, I saw that on, uh, on YouTube, I was watching a couple of videos about it. And I thought that was really cool that uh depending on how many strawberries you got is how well the the cherry pie or the strawberry pie sorry the strawberry was, uh, pie yeah. was was baked i thought that was cool but yeah just just to impress your friends it has nothing to really do with madeline's journey uh at all it's just something that to do for for fun i guess right but um challenge it's yeah. definitely a challenge for sure yeah. um I, don't, I would definitely try it yeah i i after talking to you about it i definitely want to go back and experience it again having so many like the feather moment coming back to me is like oh my gosh how did, how did i forget about that moment? yeah you know so i, I definitely want to go back and 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 check it out because there's there's when i was of... playing it again i totally forgot about it until yeah. i reached a certain point and i was like oh wait this moment's coming up yeah. it's coming up or i totally forgot where it was i totally forgot like where the moment hit and it was done really well because <laughs> it's basically like uh i don't know what they're called but it's basically like a trolley going up a mountain. I don't know what it's called. I th- oh. It stops. It shuts down. And <laughs> Theo's like, just breathe, Madeline. He tells her the, the feather method. Right. And this then they get the, the, right? the ski lift. Yeah. yeah, the ski lift. And it stops moving. And then they do the feather thing. The feather moment happens. The ski lift starts moving again. And <laughs> Madeline was like, how did you know we were going to get out of there? And Theo was like, oh, I didn't. I thought we were going to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it's full of those fantastic moments, Celeste. And I hope anybody listening out there is inspired to go back to it as well, or at least took a trip down memory lane with us. And if you haven't played it and you decided to listen to it, what the heck? But I'm glad you did. And I hope you do give it a shot because it is a fantastic McKenna, game. go play it. <laughs> yes go play it i i don't I, there's no guarantee that mckenna's listening to this but i'm pretty sure there's a good chance she is because she likes to support friends oh, uh but she she told me she hasn't played it yet uh, my producer it. i'm patch notes and uh um play it you yeah. might like it you might like it it's definitely and like you said during the uh the the beginning like if you don't want to play it if it's not for you definitely look it up like watch somebody else play it and experience that uh that story but yeah that game is an experience yeah definitely there's there's a couple of games that i i would suggest not watching and playing but this this even actually being one of them but if you really don't want to you have to watch it at least it's 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 fantastic but um, definitely like um for sure this this is a game to be played yeah but if you can't play it watching it is just as fine well, before we wrap things up, I just want to ask, is there anything else you would like to add about Celeste before we go into the outro and plugging, plugging, plugging? So I haven't played it yet, but they uh, they had said they weren't going to do a sequel to Celeste, but there was a prequel. Oh, and yes. it's basically like the, the, the pixels are way worse. <laughs> <laughs> the art style is way worse. And this was made before Celeste. So it actually is a true like prequel in that in the manner of the definition of the word. But from my understanding, it's way harder. 
Mm. And it's only available like on the internet. It's really weird. It's yeah. really I I forget the name of it, but it's I would totally want to try that out. I don't think there's much to it aside from the fact that it's harder. Yeah, I think it, I think but, it's called I think it is called Celeste 2 and it's um it's 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 like the Pico 8 platformer thing that they have hmm. actually in the game as well, the actual Celeste game. But then they remade it like you're saying for um internet browsers and stuff which i thought was yeah pretty cool. i i i i, I want to try it yeah <laughs> uh i haven't played it yet but like that's really interesting that they were like we're not gonna make a sequel to it but here's this yeah. and it's just this really weird project that they worked on before making celeste mm. so i think that's really cool uh but also i can't wait to see what maddie thorson puts out yeah. uh they're very a very talented developer uh i think they opened a studio called Extremely Okay Games. Yes, yeah. Oh my gosh. Something like that. Uh with a couple of friends. So that's exciting. Um and can hopefully like it's more stories and people don't want to talk about. But uh because nobody wants to talk about mental illness, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. But this story this Celeste made it worth talking about. Or no. <laughs> it brought it to the zeitgeist of more people. If that makes sense. It brought it to more people's attention. And I hope we get to see more of that. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally forgot that they that they they made a new studio, Extremely Okay Games. I'm on their site now, and it says that they are working on a mystery game. So hopefully we will get to know what that is. Where is Celeste Chew? That's the mystery. Celeste, yeah. Let's, uh, let's hope that maybe it is something like that, or like you said, something that is, is, is worth talking about that we should shed some more light on um but caesar thank you so much for joining me today to talk about celeste i had a lot of fun but before we go i would love for you to plug all your socials and where pe can people can find you patch notes everything we want to know i am at caesar towers at c-e-a-s-a-r towers um everywhere twitch twitter uh instagram um you can listen to Patch Notes, my weekly gaming update news show. Uh, words, I said that wrong, but you get the idea. <laughs> it's basically a weekly gaming news show where we get the new, the week's biggest news and we pack it into a 15 minute or less show. This week's going to be fun. <laughs> but you can find it on YouTube, just search your Patch Notes. Um, and you can also find it on podcast services. Uh, Look for patch notes. I think we have a link tree, like linktree.com slash patch notes. I'll get you the link for it. Nice. Um, but yeah, I'm not good at plugs, but there it is. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. I'm going to make sure all those links are down in the description so you could follow patch notes and Caesar everywhere that you possibly can. But until next time, everyone, thank you so much for watching. You can find me on Twitter at Roro. You can find me on YouTube, Twitch, every, all, everywhere, at Roro. And, but until next time, later will be greater. See ya.